ia te a te a taka ia te pai pai wa o uru mai te utupoto te ware kōrero e tū nei. Kia ora. welcome to Change Channel, a space to share tupuna wisdom, Māori ancestral knowledge with you and the world. Tēnā, wakarongo mai. Nō te ipureo tēnei kawenga o te pai pai wa o a Chase Channel. Inu mea te kōrero. Chase Channel is brought to you by Te Ipurao. E te iwi tēnā koutou katoa. Tēnā tātou i roto i tēnei pō. Ko Chay Wilson tēnei, nō Chay's Channel te pai pai waho. E mi atu nei, tēnā koutou. Kia ora tātou. So kia ora everybody. Uh, Friday night here in the Waikato. And uh, tonight's kaupapa is continuation of the theme for leadership. And talking specifically around uh, leadership in crisis and war. Uh, so hopefully everybody's had a good day, and I'm going to start off with our karakia, and I'm going to do it in the mail format tonight, which will be slightly different to the words that you already have, so I'll miss out um, the first um, introductory words and get straight into it. Nā reira, uh, kia karakia tātou. Mai a marangatarangi e tui o nei, mai a marangatapapa takotoa kenei. Mai are are ki roto, mai are are ki wao. Euruora, euruora. Tēnā toka te manoa ora, manoa ora ki te waka tipua, manoa ora ki te waka tawito. O mai te mauri ora. Ko te ora i te pū, i te wau, i te aka, i te tāmore, te nei, te ora kā tupu, tupu tupu nunui, te ora tupu tupu roroa te ora. Rere mai te wai ora, kauru ora, kauru ora e ai, hui e taiki e. Taiki e kia tātou. So kia ora everybody. As I said earlier, my name's Che Wilson and you're watching Che's channel Te Pai Pai Waho. And tonight's kaupapa is talking around uh, Māori leadership uh, in crisis and war. And um, don't have a poppy, but I've got a red carnation. It's still probably the last one in our, in our vase because um, the rest of them have died. Um, so my red carnation here is to acknowledge the poppy, to acknowledge Anzac Day. Akati. Uh, so how was my day? I suppose let's get into that quickly. Um, had a really good day, had a good, good board meeting, good to see um, my colleagues on that board. Uh, had a good one with my niece this afternoon, who was asking questions about her, um, her studies at Te Wānanga Raukawa. And then uh, this evening as a family we went for a little walk and uh, I carried on to the supermarket afterwards as the others went home. And as I was walking home, man, I couldn't get over it. Couldn't get over how bright Mere Tuahiahi was tonight. Mere Tuahiahi is Venus, and uh, uh, she then rises to become Mere Mere. Uh, and in the morning, she's known as Kopu, Kopu Nui Te Atatū. Uh, other tribes will call her Tawera as well. 
but yeah, I just couldn't get over how bright she was. I talked to Kopu, uh, I talked to Meretuahia here almost every night, and seeing her tonight was just so bright. And texted the cousin Rangi and asked him what his thoughts were, and he had just been out looking too. And um, definitely, she's closer to the earth at the moment, uh, but also with um, less pollution in the air, she's even brighter. So another bonus of us having a rest um, and not being uh, in our so-called normal lives because normal is going to not be the thing um, anymore. It will be a new reality or realities. So katiake, uh, good to be back on and connecting with you all uh, and hope you're all preparing for a nice relaxing weekend. Long weekend here in Aotearoa and the Monday, Monday, blah, 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 blah. the Monday, um, Monday holiday uh, as a result of Anzac being in a weekend, Anzac being tomorrow. So I thought I'd do um, leadership in crisis and war to acknowledge the fact that it's Anzac Day tomorrow. And there are so many hokatoki out there that reference war, that reference strategy, uh, and all of the different uh, impacts on war and crisis. And one of the most common references that you'll hear when it comes to war formation is the reference to the Kawo Maro. And I thought I'd start there first to acknowledge my babies and their tribe. They they have a lot of references in their tribe, Ngāti Maniapoto, and to the Kawo Maro and Kamaro Tekaki o Te Kawo, which is a reference to looking at uh, how the how the Kawo gets itself ready and how the neck gets very strong and hard in preparation to fly and then as it flies it's almost like a triangle um, formation and it's the most common uh, combat formation when we're in open warfare as Te Māori. And if you think about that, uh, again, this is um, a science of Te Māori where they observe nature to create their own strategies um, so that nature will reflect different things. And when you even see the kawa or the shag, the cormorant, um, as it dives, it just goes in for the kill. And um, after generations of observation, after centuries of observation, um, the kawa is one of the key references when it comes to actually going into battle. But what I want to talk about tonight is decisiveness and clarity. Because whether you're in a crisis or whether you're in war, um, you have to be decisive and you have to be clear. And it goes back to my key comment around ihihi kōrerorero whakapuno, the ability to inspire, the ability to communicate at all levels, and the ability to trust. Trust that others will do their jobs. And okay, yep, um, sometimes people don't do their bit and things fall over. But that's why you have to learn quickly, move them on, and find someone else that can so that you can build a really strong unit. 
And this whole focus on decisiveness and clarity, I'm going to look at two examples. Because I'm here in the Waikato, in my in-laws um, territory, um, I'll acknowledge them first and uh, acknowledge the Kingitanga, uh, in particular Princess Te Poea Herangi and King Pōtatau. Uh, King Pōtatau um, was a great strategist uh, and a great general. He, um, and you, if you read about um, the Battle of Hingakaka, um, the, the ability to to work out and intimidate uh, your enemies by putting up key decoys, wakapuapua, and those decoys were put up um, and to distract, and because they were done so well, they would move with the wind, and it made them think that they were actually people moving, because um, they tied feathers um, to reeds, etc., to make it look like there were people with their their okura, their their picky on their head, and that strategy was because they had given some clear directions or levels to prepare and then go out and execute. And then when they went into battle, the messages were clear again and the action was decisive. Uh, and a pretty well-known, famous battle here in the Waikato. When we look at Princess Te Puea, she came from a very strong line of Te Ao Māori. And uh, not just the fact that she came from the Kahuyariki of Waikato, um, but she was also able to integrate her new knowledge from the Western world. And a key point to note around Te Ao Māori is that we were all educated. And Te Ao Māori loved scholarship. Te Ao Māori loved to learn and it was um, it was more than a right. It was an expectation and a responsibility that we would grow our minds. Uh, and it goes back to that Okatauki, Te Manu Kai Miro Nona Tangahire, Te Manu Kai Matauranga Nona Tao, Te Manu Waikaro Nona Rangiate. The bird that eats um, the berries. Their world is the forest. The bird that eats knowledge, theirs is the world. The bird that, that pursues thought, theirs is nirvana, theirs is rangiatea. And as a key component of our tupuna was to continue to educate themselves. And so Te Puea did that. And as she did that, there's um, a few things that she did. Um, for her niece, um, Te Ariki Nui Te Kahu. And so she started to go out to the Pacific to take the Māori monarch to connect with um, their cousins, or our cousins. And you see all of the footage of Princess Piki, as she was known before she became the Māori Queen, um, in Rarotonga, 
elsewhere throughout the Pacific. And it was a clear, clear decisive move to make the Māori monarch bigger than just something within New Zealand or Aotearoa. And uh, she did that with uh, a heap of mana, but also the impact of that we continue to feel today. And not just with the visits of our cousins from the, the Moana Nuiākiwa during the Koronehana, but also the relationships that we continue to maintain and as a result of all of the hard work that Princess Te Pueha and Te Ariki Nui Te Atarangi Kahu did. Um, looking at a different example now, closer to home, is Parihaka and Titokowaru. Um, Huti and Tohu, um, they were true strategists, politicians, as well as um, as well as uh, prophets, and their ability to inspire their people with um, verse after verse after verse of karakia of Te Ao Māori and of mainly the Old Testament um, got their people, our people, into a place um, where they not only followed, but they then went home to carry those teachings back at home. And my own people in the Wanganui River, um, we went home and, and one of our, our karangatanga, we went, went back and called ourselves Ngā Tamariki Ati Haraira uh, and continued to, to maintain that name as our hapu name right up until probably the late 60s, early 70s. Uh, but the thing there is when they needed to uh, act against the oppression from the government, they did some amazing things like putting up fences, ploughing the land as a form of protest and passive resistance and uh, were the forebearers to passive resistance before Mahatma Gandhi. Um, but the key thing if you study Witi and Tohu, is again, they were decisive and clear. Then you look at um, uh, one of the best generals in um, Te Ao Māori warfare, Ti Tokowaru. This man was able to outsmart the British and the colonial government um, so much. It, just, it was it's quite um, amusing to read uh, about Ti Tokowaru. Um, but I wanted to share a hokatoki that uh, he he said, and it's a hokatoki that I really love. E kore au e mate, ka mate ko te mate. E kore au e ngaro, e kākanoirua mai rangi atea. And um, I will, I shall not die, only death will die. And then the the second part is a well-known proverb. I shall not be lost, for I'm a seed broadcast in the sacred house of um, Rangiate. Uh, e kore au e mate ka mate ko te mate. I shall not die, only death will die. And I love that because it's a key sign that if we ensure that uh, we upskill ourselves and we make sure we have the smarts, we make sure we have all of that kōrero tukuiho, that intergenerational knowledge passed on, and we do the passing on as well, uh, it's true, we won't die. We will live on and on 
and on. And um, and it's a beautiful hokatoki because it ensures that we focus in on doing our job to pass things on, pass knowledge on, pass teachings on, so that they will never die. Moving to uh, looking at crisis in this current context uh, with COVID-19. So those that were decisive right at the beginning, throughout the whole country, have to be iwi and Māori entities. It's got to be recognised. Um, but also, uh, if we look at who was then giving clear leadership and clear comms, uh, iwi have, have been doing that all along, um, but you do have to take your hat off to the Prime Minister. Uh, and even when things were challenged, then the pivot or ch the change was quick. So it has to always be clear and decisive. But if you look at um, the reason why we do this, and I've already covered this before, is that the institution of Tangihanga teaches us to be well equipped to respond in crisis. And it's also related back to our war strategy. And there's a hokatauki you want to share. He karinga huenua, e kitea te tangata, he karinga moana, e kore e kitea. So the digging on the land reveals that people have been around. And the digging on the ocean when you're paddling uh, doesn't reveal anything, doesn't leave a trace. And you can interpret that in many ways. And so in the war context, um, if you leave footprints behind, you'll get caught out. Um, and in a crisis, we go in as Māori, we do the job, and then we go and we don't expect any recognition. We don't expect um, anything else. It's just what you do. And I think as a response to COVID, we need to rethink that strategy because we do need to leave a trace. Because if you look at Christchurch, you look at Kaikoura, you look at most of the flood relief, it's Māori that respond the quickest. Uh, and then we go back to our normal lives again. But we need to be part of co-determining things in the future. And if we do it right through COVID, then um, we could potentially be the ones helping all communities through civil defence in the future. I think it's a really key point because, um, you know, Christchurch earthquake, we were amazing. Um, and not just those in Christchurch, but all of us in the North Island who were up um, providing kai, etc., trucking it down, all of these things, flying it down um, to help our people again in Kaikoura, it took um, everyone else far too long because the marae just kicked into action. And again, we've seen it in COVID, which is pretty amazing. So I just thought I'd share a few things um, around crisis and war. And the key thing is if you've got a leader who's decisive and clear, whether you like the message or not, nine times out of 10, you'll accept it. Um, because no mucking around, no fluffy stuff, and it's just there. Okay, yeah, I get it.
in conclusion, um, I think want to acknowledge uh, that tomorrow is Anzac Day. Uh, tomorrow is Anzac Day, and uh, we were sent over there to be diggers. Uh, we were. There was a big argument. Let the white man fight the white man's war was actually a white man's cry, catch cry, which then the likes of Ruakenana picked up to challenge that and didn't want to send his people. Uh, but Anzac or World War I um, resulted in massive sacrifice. And then um, other than the Hawaiians in World War II, Māori lost the most of any ethnic group um, in World War II, apparently. And that was supposed to be the price for our citizenship. Um, but still, we haven't had the chance to co-determine as the Treaty of Waitangi sets out. And so our leadership needs to be clear and decisive to push these key things as we go forward. Um, the key thing though, at the end of every crisis and at the end of every war, is making sure that we transition from tapu back to noa. In war, yep, there are processes to clear tapu. Um, in a crisis, there are also processes to clear tapu or to transition back to noa. And so, yes, we will be having our celebrations, but we have to have our tangi before we have our celebration to allow ourselves to let go of the things that have happened during the crisis, including this one. Um, so I know many of you are preparing for that, but we also have to prepare for post that. Party. Um, since it's Anzac Day, Tomorrow, um, I will be finishing off with the Ode of, Ode of Remembrance. Uh, and then I'm going to sing Oeihu, or at least the first verse of Oeihu. Um, Nā reira, e mi i kauatu ana ki koutou ki tātou i roto i tēnei po. Um, next week, uh, more requests to continue on with leadership. But more so, I'm going to be talking around um, the marae ate and the politics of the paipai. Uh, and in particular during Tangihanga, um, because it's amazing, it's quite complex and quite beautiful if you understand um, the reasoning behind some of those key tikanga. So, Kati, um, you yeah, want to acknowledge everybody as we prepare to enter into Anzac Day tomorrow. I know when I went to uh, Anzac Cove with Missy uh, back in the day when we were living in the United Kingdom. Wow, wow, just this big massive urupa and um, the Ataturk um, speech or the words on the memorial at Anzac Cove where he now acknowledges that all of our tūpuna that died there uh, are now the sons of Turkey and to the mothers of the sons that died or fell, um, just know that we're looking after them, this is basically the essence of the corridor. It's pretty amazing. And then even the first time I went to um, any uh, of the graves, I was with my mate Ray and Tama, and um, ended up finding a tupuna from the river, Te Aoho Kumero, 
Um, so I want to remember all of you. Koutou i te awairua. Koutou kaori oki mai. Koutou i oki mai e moe ana i tenei wā. E moe e oki. So um, the aid of remembrance. And feel free to join in with me if you know. E kore rātou e kau mātuatia. Pēnei a tātou kwa mātuene. E kore oki rātou e ngoe kore. A akua pēwe i ngā uatanga o te wā. I te eke ngā atu o te rā, tainua ki te aranga mai i te atau, ka mauma aratonu tātou, ki a rātou. Ka mauma aratonu tātou, ki a rātou. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them. We will remember them. Nā reira, ko te karakia wakamutunga, uh, ko te waiata wakamutunga, mō tēnei pō. So to finish off with um, uh, the hymn, Aue Ihu, just doing the first verse, um, which became the key hymn for the 28 Māori Battalion in World War II. Uh, just think it's a nice way to finish off to remember the sacrifice they made for us. Aue ihu tirohia arohaina ihora akaitia akea To finish us off, the karakia that we would normally do. And I'm doing it in the male form tonight, which will be slightly different to how I normally do it. Unuia te tau roa te rangi kia tīnā kia wēnā kia toko te mana waora, e mana waora, o mai te mana waora. Mana waora ki te waka tipua, mana waora ki te waka tawito, mana waora kia rangi nui atu. Purutia kia au, purutia kia mau, ere ere ki te pau o te ora. Euruora, Euruora, 
Tuturua o iti waka maua ki a teina, teina, aumia, uie, tai ki e, tai ki e ki a tātou, ko mārire, ka mauma aratonu tātou ki a rātou. Nā te puni kōkiri e pūte a tautoko, made with support from te puni kōkiri. Nā pūoro Jerome, nā reo pūoro. Soundtracks from pūoro Jerome.